The world is an I'm open range. Cowboy. I'm just a lonesome cowboy, a cowboy. and this is cowboy. documentation of my heart I'm a and mind. Welcome to the Graceful Cowboy Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Wynn. Today is Tuesday, November 21st, year 2017. I hope everyone is having a good morning, good day, good night, and um, let's get into it. So today, real quick, I just uh, wanted to talk about millennials and millennials being born from 1981 to 1997 or 2000. See, I found this information from Google, but I'm not really sure why they had such an such an arbitrary number such as 81 to 97. Why couldn't it be 1980 to 2000? You know, even numbers here, right? Okay, so for all the millennials who were born from 1981 to 1997, which I think anything pre-9-11, uh, which is 2001, would uh, be, you know, millennial. So, millennials are me. So, I was born in 93. Um, and it's very interesting because, you know, they call us a generation of complainers. So, you know, millennials complain about everything. They want everything handed to them without working hard for it. Um, You might catch this millennial frequenting a local hipster coffee shop, um, working at Starbucks or working at a retail shop, um, or you can even find these millennials working in regular careers, high-paid careers, doing music or, or painting or doing arts on the side as a side hustle or a side passion, something we saw much less of in um, earlier, earlier days, like the baby boomers or Generation X, Y, you know, they kind of just dove into their jobs and started families, while we, the millennials, um, think differently. We think differently, we care about uh, certain things, and we care about art, we care about freedom, and... You know, a lot of people complain about us because, you know, they say we're lazy and and we don't want to work. We don't want to get jobs and we're entitled. We're entitled to, um, you know, like being a lawyer or getting hired immediately. Um, And they feel that we live in a dream world where, um, you know, our dreams really don't exist. And they tell us to get on with the program and accept reality. I think a part of that is true. I think a part of that is true, but I think more so what's more true is that I don't, that's, that's such, that's such, you know, slave mentality. That's such goat sheep mentality. Like, you know, so what, like. You know, during Hitler's reign, um, you know, the, you know, everyone had to accept everything the way it was. 
you know, if the whole world accepted the way everything was and the way one person or a generation or a crowd of people said it was, then, you know, there would be no change and, you know, the world would just be a horrible place. But, um, you know, there's, there's this thing about the generation of complainers complaining about rent prices, uh, school, work-life balance, um, complaining about the future, leaders, uh, Starbucks prices, and uh, a lot of us complain about inequality and internet speeds. Um, and why? Why is that? Because we were promised a brighter future. In, uh, you know, from, you know, kindergarten to the fifth grade or, you know, during childhood. You know, we, we watched and read about people such as Martin Luther King with his uh, I Have a Dream speech. And we watched a lot of videos, you know, saying and with teachers and idols talking to us as we were children and saying that, you know, the future is ours, that we can make a difference, that, you know, when we grew older, that the world was going to be a better place because we were going to be better people. Um, and you know, we went home and watched TV and then we just downloaded this, this program into our brains that, you know, when we got older, um, that, you know, we were going to make a difference and that we were going to do what we love to do and that the world was just going to be this beautiful place with butterflies and rainbows. Uh, lots of rainbows, but I don't see that much, you know, that many butterflies. Um, so... Yes, we pledged allegiance to the flag saying, God bless America. And now, you know, 15 years, 20 years later, um, you know, things aren't just what we thought they were going to be. So, oh, man, um, you know, we've got we've to take things into our own hands and bless America ourselves, you know, um, yeah, like we were promised this future and everyone's telling us that this future doesn't exist and that we're, you know, now we've got to accept reality. But I really think that, no, I'm not going to accept reality. You know, I still believe in a future, in a now, where we can make a difference. And um, everyone's trying to silence us. Everyone's trying to say that we're lazy or that you know, we're just a generation of complainers, but I don't think that's true. I think we're lazy because everything around us is just so bullshit. Everything is just so fake and corny. Like yesterday I was at a um, photo shoot and we were just talking about, you know, MTV and we were talking about the news and we were just talking about um, Christmas. We are even talking about Christmas and, you know, our generation... We don't really care about those things anymore. Those just things that make us spend so much money. We don't really care about them anymore. And the things that we used to think were important aren't important anymore. And what's important, and you know, it's our phones and our artwork. You know, our phones help us connect to our friends and our tribe, our people. And our artwork is a space where we can express ourselves 
and uh, you know we care a lot about art in many 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 forms and I think that gets overlooked by you know a lot of people so so no you know I'm not gonna accept reality um, and I'm not lazy I'm just like I just don't care about a lot of shit I don't care a lot about you know what people want me to care about you know heck I don't even care that much about the president um, you know and I really think we should take matters into our own hands and be you know the person that we want to see we wanted to see you know be our own heroes and instead of waiting and pondering for you know a hero to come save us all you know the the millennial hero I think we should you know focus on you know roll up our sleeves and focus on what we can do you know for our people you know for that you know fifth grade kid you once were you know be be the hero for that person I recently watched something from Matthew McConaughey and uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name Um, and it says he says you know his hero is always 10 years ahead it's himself 10 years from now and yeah I think that's really true I think we should strive to be better people and you know not look to the past too much because we can't really change the past but we can change the future the future is in our hands but not so much the future today is in our hands this very hour is in our hands and um we can do things about it if we just focus on this one hour. We can be the person that we wanted to be, you know, that we thought we were going to be 10 years ago. So be the change you wish to see in the world. Okay, so we weren't handed anything. Now what? Now what? So we weren't handed anything. So you wanted to be a firefighter. You wanted to be a lawyer. You wanted to be the greatest artist in the world. And now you're not. So now what? You know, yes, a part of us wants to sit and complain about it. But, you know, that's what losers do. They sit and they complain and and they talk to their, their friends about this kind of stuff. You know, and winners, what they do is they look for a way and they look for a loophole and they jump through it. And they end up winning. And I feel like, with the evils and perils of the world, there are, you know, so many obstacles that are placed ahead of us. And it's our job to fight those powers and and to fight those evils and to look for the loopholes where, you know, low-key we can, you know, strive and win. Um, And win not saying like, oh, we're going to take over the world or millennials are going to rule the world when as in like creating that brighter future that we all dreamed of that we were all painted you know that picture that we were all painted that the world was going to be a brighter and better place where we we're all going to hold hands and you know love each other and I feel like millennials have that deep deep down inside of us but I feel like a lot of our families and and roots and the people in our surrounding communities stop that from happening. You know, there's a lot of racism going around and there have there has been racism going around for such a very, very, very long time. 
And uh, I feel like millennials are trying to break through that, but we're just like balancing, like one hand is holding the past and, you know, old ways of thinking. And, and one hand is not sure to, to, to hold on to the future because the future is so um, just elusive, you know? elusive yeah it's it's very it's very you know not tangible so there's really nothing to hold on to because we can't really see our future we can only work today for a better future um, and it's the obstacles that make us you know okay so we weren't handed everything but the obstacles you know the no's all the no's that you're going to experience and and get in your life um all that depression that you have to go through in the winter time, you know, um, and what else? And you know, racism and and everyone, you know, especially for you know an Asian guy, you know, in America, it's tough. You know, some days it's good, and some days I'll sit down and eat at a restaurant, and like, you know, people of different races sitting at the you know adjacent tables would look at me and, and say hi, and we'd have a very nice conversation. And then some days I would take the bus on my way home, and then I would just get shouted at by uh, just people of other races and just say, oh, you know, go back to your country or, you know, speak English or whatever when I'm on the phone with, you know, my mom. And that is my reality, and that happens. That's so real and true. So, you know, that's my obstacle here, you know, and it's it's no better than, you know, my mom and dad's country, Vietnam. It's it's no better. You know, I can I can run away and hide to that country where we're all the same and and you know, communism is strong there and you know, I can feel safe among, you know, my people, but you know, that doesn't make me a better person. That's just reverting to how things used to be. And I'm not saying that things, you know, modern civilization is better. You know, I'm for traditional. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, I have to put myself through these obstacles to make myself grow and put myself through more pain to, you know, make this journey worthwhile. Um, because this journey comes with a lot of pain and obstacles. And not being handed whatever it is, is good. It's good. And, you know, yes, we were promised everything, but since we're not given anything now and we realize we've got to work hard for it, I want to work hard. I want to work harder for that future that we all dreamed of as children. Um, you know, I really do. And... Man, it's going to be tough because one person can't change everything. But, you know, I could only do so much. I'm only one person. And I guess through talking through this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I can. I'm just talking about it. And um, on my Instagram, you know, at Yenzigrees, I, I write about stuff. You know, I, sh I share my heart and mind. And that's what I'm doing here. And, um, you know, when I'm out and about, I, I have conversations about these kinds of things. And, you know, I hope through whatever I do, whether it be writing or talking or 
you know, what making videos or whatever it is that, you know, I'm contributing to making the world a better place um, just by, you know, talking about my journey. And, you know, that's it. Um, yeah, I accept the reality that, you know, inequalities um, are apparent and that racism is real and that, you know, achieving my dream or my goal is going to be tough um, because I don't really have like a definitive set of goals or dreams. I just kind of want to make some cash to, you know, take care of my family and I want to be able to spend more time doing my artwork and um, spend more time sitting alone and thinking about stuff and thinking about ideas and just writing. I really, I don't love writing, but it's something that, you know, when I get into, I just, it takes my mind away from the world. Um, Yeah. That's it. And uh, I feel like we shouldn't stop here. We shouldn't stop, you know? We shouldn't stop trying. We should take a, you know, a step back and think about what we want to do and what kind of change we want to make in the world and what kind of person we want to be, you know, like 50 years from now. And then once we take that step back and ponder, you know, we can leap forward. We can take two steps forward and, you know, do and utilize this hour to do the best that we can do, you know, to create that brighter future that you know, we all dreamed of. And I know I keep saying this brighter future thing because we were promised this. And, um, you know, I don't want those promises to be in vain, you know, because I feel like the people before us did really believe that we could make a brighter future. And it's not up to us to be like, oh, yeah, the future generations, the ones born in 2017, the ones born in 2020, they're going to be the ones that are really going to change the future. No, I'm alive now. I can do things now. I'm alive. And I have hands and I have a mind and I have my five, six senses and I want to make a difference now. But making a difference doesn't mean like, you know, going crazy and, you know, protesting and, you know, doing crazy stuff today. It means that making a difference might take five years. It might take 10 years of repetitive action. So let's say if you are, you know, a, you know, there's, there's so many ways to change the world. Um, let's say you become like a soccer star, you know, and it takes 10 years from now or 15 years to be a soccer star. And once you're a soccer star, now you have the leverage and the momentum to say something to the world and to inspire or let's say you know you're a fashion brand and your fashion brand stands for um, you know making the world a better place and you know giving kids opportunities to you know intern or you know or maybe you make a magazine have a magazine and, and you talk about you know issues and, and you, know, you hold meetings and you have parties and events huge huge events that you know, create awareness and make the world a better place. And those are the different things we can do. Those are the subtle things we can do that create ripple effects. 
five, ten years, twenty years from now. Um, you know, and that's just that's our job. That's what we have to do. And we should keep working to make a brighter today, not a brighter future, a brighter today, utilizing this hour, you know, and not complain about adversity because adversity is going to be the thing that makes us stronger. You know, I know doing like, you know, push-ups and pull-ups are hard and, and you know, when, you, when you're training with weights, you know, that 20-pound dumbbell might seem really heavy the first day, the first week, first month, heck. The first year and I promise you if you keep doing it if you keep at it it's gonna seem much lighter and uh, you're gonna be stronger for it and hopefully inspire people along the way so that's my two cents for today on Tuesday um, I hope all the cowboys and cowgirls out there um, I hope you guys stay on your high horse you know not the literal meaning, but I, I hope you guys stay on your horse, um, navigating through the open ranges of this crazy, crazy society, and I hope you take, you know, a few steps back to reflect on things and to put things back into perspective so that you can move forward and you can actually thrive. So that's it for today. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing day, and. Till next time.